It's that time again, dumpsters. <laughs> Lord knows what's going to happen during this hour. Uh, good morning, everybody. I'm Jack Donovan, and uh, with me is my Farmer Dave. Well, yes, well, well, you didn't give me a moment to introduce you. Oh, oh okay. Go ahead, Jack. Ladies and me. gentlemen, with me today is the one and only, with his thoughts and comments, the one and only Farmer Dave. Good morning, Farmer Dave. Good morning, Jack. And these thoughts and comments do not reflect the thoughts and comments of the radio staff here at WDEV. <laughs> the yeah. only show that I have to start with a disclaimer. Well said. <laughs> uh, we got a good show today, I think. I would, uh, some planning has taken place today. I mean, I got uh, a nice, uh, very nice uh, letter and picture in my mailbox this morning. Uh-huh. We'll talk about in a few minutes. We also have a friend of uh, Washington County, a friend of Vermont for many, many years, uh, Dr. David Butch. You know David. David knows me, <laughs> he, he, inside and out, he, Jack. He, we both know him personally. Yes. He's one of the uh, surgeons at Central Vermont Medical Center in Berlin, and he has uh, retired. And he had a big party for him uh, a week or so ago, so we're going to talk about David and... Play one of his favorite songs. You know which one I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Because he used to play that just before the anesthesiologist or whatever (laughs) the guy is that would push that plunger. And you were off in the land of law. Don't remind me about that. But, you know, I got to the point where, you know, I'm in my, well, I'm in my 80s now. But when when I was about 75, he says to me, hey, Jack, okay, that's the last one you're going to have. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, something else is going to kill you before you die. So. <laughs> well, I always figured there's, there's like an expiration date on you, and it's that's where it is. <laughs> go up inside, and God knows how many miles they go, and then it says expiration date. So when they say we'll see you in 10 years, yeah. they know that you're good for 10 years because the expiration date is it. Well, we don't want to be talking about colonoscopies to open a show. I mean, that's the worst thing we can do, don't you think? I think that's right up our alley, the ice out, so to speak. The, the ice out up in Danville, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But I thought we would start off this morning, and I think Farmer D, Farmer Dean, Farmer Dave agrees. I've been called worse. I know. Uh, the weather in the past week or two has been kind of mild for this particular time of year. It's been very nice. Spring is in the air. Yeah. A week from this Sunday, it'll be the first day of spring. We're going to pay for this, old Jack. Yeah, I know. So I thought we'd op- open up with their kind of a harbinger of spring on music to go to the dump by by the lovely and very, very talented. You know who I'm talking about now, right, Darlene? Move your dogs away from the radio, people. They will start howling. It's a big beginning. As well it should be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take you to... Take it. Well, once you get fiddling... Tickling the keys here. I love Paris in the springtime. It's a little bit off key. I love Paris in the fall. It does pick up Farmer Day. I love Paris in the winter when it drizzles. I love. 
in the summer when it sizzles. That's hot, Jack. <laughs> See? Told you to take off. Almost like a rumba. It's like something, all right. I love Paris. Why, why do I love Paris? Because my love is near. In the springtime. In the fall. Summer when it sizzles. It's almost over. Keep in mind the Olympics are coming up in Paris. There are no words for that, Farmer Dave. <clears throat> Bravo, Jack. Bravo. The lovely and talented Darlene Edwards with our opener this morning on Music to Go in the Dump. Yes, if the Olympics don't get you interested in going yeah, to yeah, Paris, yeah. that song certainly will motivate you to get on a boat and go. Yeah, well, speaking of uh, warmer temperatures, I guess there's been some pretty good uh, maple sugaring out there in the past few weeks, huh? I've been hearing that. And, you uh, know, it used to be we didn't tap until town meeting day. I heard, I, yeah, I've yeah. heard that before. That, that used to, of course, the same thing with haying. We didn't used to hay until the 4th of July. And now if you don't get your first cut in by the 10th of June, you're behind the eight ball. Yeah. Things have changed. Things have changed. As we said, first day of spring, a uh, week from this Sunday. Is that when we spring ahead? I think so, yeah. Oh. Take a look in the... Oh, I forgot the, oh, the calendar oh. is on yeah. Dece- December, yeah. yeah. I forgot that. Oh, of last year. That's not bad for us. <laughs> Isn't somebody going to replace that at some I, point? I was going to bring one in and also a battery for that clock yeah. out in the hall there. I was, oh, the one that says midnight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's right... Um, what? Two but, times a day, right? What is it they say? Uh, uh, warm days and cool nights for maple sugaring? Those are the best yep. temperatures? Yeah. Yep. So we've had some pretty good weather. I think the pretty good runs I've, I've been hearing. So we thought we'd give a, a note, a little salute this morning to our sugar makers out there with one of Vermont's most popular groups, and they have been for years and years and years, still do stuff from time to time. That's uh, Vermont's own Banjo Dan and the Midnight Plowboys. Oh, and this is a good one. You know yes. what? There is a fire in the sugar house. Look out. Billy C. and Jenny Blue were trying to get it done. They were boiling. They were packing. Trying to keep up with the run. But things don't often work out just the way we planned. Had some heat and pretty soon Sap's boiling in the pan. 
work was hot and like as not They had colons in the snow The sky was black and a million stars But on their nightly show Billy stoked the fire with wood And Jenny drew the sap When they got tired he sat him down She sat upon his lap Sugar house, it's really getting hot. Getting sticky in the sugar house, it's heating up a lot. It's roiling and it's boiling and it's filling up with steam. Fog is sweet and heavy and it's like you're in a dream. There's fire in the sugar house, it's really getting hot. Getting sticky in the sugar house, it's heating up a lot. And they were hugging in that steamy dark. It wasn't just the wood inside the arch that began to spark. Jenny took her sweater off. She had three more on the sides. They were on that slippery slope, looking forward to the slide. Now, when you're making maple, you've got to be aware. You can burn the pan, start a fire, even singe your hair. But sometimes maple syrup's not the sweetest thing. It's love that flies through blue spring skies, like a songbird on the wing. Sugar house, it's really getting hot. It's sticky in the sugar house, it's heating up a lot. It's roiling and it's boiling and it's filling up with steam. The fog is sweet and heavy, and it's like you're in a dream. There's fire in the sugar house, it's really getting hot. It's sticky in the sugar house, it's heating up a lot. Fire in the sugar house, it's really getting hot. Getting sticky in the sugar house, it's really getting a lot. Getting sticky in the sugar house, it's heating up a lot. Fire in the sugar house, as we enter uh, maple sugaring season, and uh, this is, I think the big celebration is coming up, uh, usually in the latter part of uh, March. Uh, when they, all of the sugar houses throughout Vermont open up to the public and you can come in and see how it's actually being made. It's a great time. We've done that a number of times over the years. Hope, oh, I gotta put your mic on. Hang on. Oh, oh. no. It's yeah. on now? It's on now. <laughs> oh, you know, I think the sugar makers are missing out on a big opportunity here. What is that? I think they should have pure Vermont maple saunas. They should collect that steam that's coming up out and they should put it into a little building where the, the tourists can come up here and Pay big bucks to go in and get all steamy and sticky. Steamy and sticky. Yes, pure Vermont maple saunas. I always appreciate your comments, by the way. Yeah. There is nobody that can comment on things like you. Yeah, sure. and there's probably comments that shouldn't be commented. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. 
This one, uh, I think you like uh, the next song we're going to play here. It's about the, uh, the uh, it's kind of an Irish tint to it, doesn't it? Huh? It is. It's, it's kind of like what you'd call a bad day at work. <laughs> How many out there have had a bad day at work at one time or another? This guy makes it, uh, he takes it to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah. Here's the latest entry from Music to Go to the Dump by on your Saturday morning. Look out. Dear sir, I write this note to you to tell you of me plight. And at the time of writing, I am not a pretty sight. Me body is all black and blue, me face a deathly gray. And I write this note to say why Paddy's not at work today. While working on the 14th floor, some bricks I had to clear. Now to throw them down from such a height, it was not a good idea. The foreman wasn't very pleased, he being an awkward sod. He said I'd have to cart them down the ladders in me hod. Now, clearing all these bricks by hand, it was so very slow. So I hoisted up a barrel and secured the rope below. But in me haste to do the job, I was too blind to see that a barrel full of building bricks was heavier than me. So when I untied the rope, the barrel fell like lead. And clinging tightly to the rope, I started up instead. Well, I shot up like a rocket, till to my dismay I found that halfway up I met the bloody barrel coming down. Well, the barrel broke me shoulder as to the ground it sped. And when I reached the top, I banged the pulley with me head. While I clung on tight, though numb with shock from this almighty blow. And the barrel spilled out half the bricks fourteen floors below. Now, when these bricks had fallen from the barrel to the floor, I then outweighed the barrel... And so started down once more Still clinging tightly to the rope I sped towards the ground And I landed on the broken bricks That were all scattered round Well, I lay there groaning on the ground I thought I'd passed the worst When the barrel hit the pulley wheel And then the bottom burst While a shower of bricks rained down on me I hadn't got a hope as I lay there moaning on the ground, I let go the bloody rope. <laughs> the barrel then being heavier, it started down once more and landed right across me as I lay upon the floor. Well, it broke three ribs and my left arm, and I can only say that I hope you'll understand why Paddy's not at work today. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's why I'm not at work today. That's a Bugs Bunny cartoon, yeah, right it, there. It, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would be. Wiley e. Coyote and uh, and the Roadrunner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, if you're wondering what's going to happen today, as far as the weather forecast is concerned, are you wondering over there, Farmer Dave? I thought it looked a, big... a lot like November yeah. this morning. Yeah, a little was, cool this morning. It was, it was dark all. But we're going to get up around 44 today. Mainly after four, some showers will move in. And according to Roger Hill, some showers mainly before 10 o'clock tonight as well. So it's going to stop and start. Overnight lows around 37. How's your Sunday look? Mostly cloudy with highs near 55. And then next week, it's going to be 57 on Monday, uh, 54 on Tuesday. According to this, Wednesday, it looks like 54. And... Uh, 
30 percent chance of showers each of those days. How's that look? I, I remember when uh, yeah. uh, my my girlfriend's father Howard he'd go out to Arizona. And he'd call back and he'd say, oh, it's 75 degrees out here. And I'd go, yeah, but Howard, what's the wind chill? <laughs> what's the wind chill, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we uh, announced at the top there we're going to uh, give a little salute to one of our uh, – he's been a family uh, doctor of ours for a lot. But he's the, I think the uh, – oh, only had two here in uh, central Vermont. I had Dr. Melconian before, Dr. Uh, Butch. And he, uh, there was a surprise 50 year retirement party for one of the uh, most popular Central Vermont physicians. He started in 1973, a year after I started here. That's a long time, I believe. Wow. And, uh, he retired, uh, a few weeks ago. And a lot of folks turned out. And the event was held at the VFW in Montpelier. And he was, of course, uh, uh, served the country uh, very, very well. And uh, military service included the U.S. Navy, Lieutenant Commander. Served as a Navy surgeon in uh, Vietnam, received the honor of the Silver Star, had a great career there, and then he moved on into uh, his medical career. And uh, a lot of folks love him. He had a great sense of humor. You know him, right? I'm, I'm guessing he couldn't deal with any more a-holes, Jack. <laughs> Stop it. Just Jack. saying. Stop it. I don't want to go any further. There's, there's so many of them in the world, but and the, yet he he had it for an occupation. But the story that I always like to tell, and it's true, uh, I've had a number of the uh, so-called colonoscopies over the years. As you get older, you get more. Uh, and uh, so he listens to the program every now and then. He didn't say he listened to it faithfully, but he did listen, and he was, he was a fan of some of the stuff he did, in particular this particular song here. He said he used to play this every now and then if he thought, thought the patient had a sense of humor. I, When I had you know, my you know, first one done, I was yeah. talking with him, and I explained to him that I was – yeah. On music, go the dump by, and and that we played this particular song, right. and no sooner did I say it, he goes hit it, and boom, yeah. it's playing. Same thing to me. Yeah. And so he did it to people who, but apparently he played it to a couple of people who he thought would get it, but they didn't get it, and they were kind of offended. So I guess he stopped. Well, that's it. where you just push your plunger and boom, <laughs> knock them out anyway. So from Farmer Dave and myself, uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Butch. Uh, Congratulations on 50 years of service to Central Vermont. Uh, we appreciate uh, everything you've done for us, Barbara, Dave, and myself, and our families. And uh, we hope that you have a very uh, successful and, uh, uh, what do we call this, uh, parting of the ways in the medical field and enjoy your final years. Parting of the ways. Parting of the ways, yeah. How about yeah. that one? Yeah, that's a good one, Jack. I'll Here's like the song that we're talking about. Are you ready? Oh, that's the wrong song, isn't it? My God, how did I get that in there? That uh, sounds like a Rogaine rooster to me. Oh, I got the wrong one. Oh, oh my gosh. Thumbs Donovan is oh, in the station. I never did that, am I? Huh? Yeah. I'm never going to do Thumbs Donovan. I got an idea your next colorectal oh, whatever's not going to go as well, Jack. I would think uh, I'd have a problem next time I get in there. Yeah, payback. Sure. Yeah, payback. Yeah. For Dr. Butch. We praise the colorectal surgeon, misunderstood and much maligned, slaving away in the heart of darkness, working where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Respect the colorectal surgeon, it's a calling few would crave. Lift up your hands and join us, let's all do the finger wave. <laughs>
is not going well, is it? Oh, no, no Jack. Gee. We'll have to ask Dr. Butch for his copy. My Lord, that's just awful. <sighs> Let me try this. This is probably going to do the same thing. <sighs> Dave? Dr. Butch, let's try this again. If it doesn't, I'm going to have to get your copy. I know you have one at home. We praise the colorectal surgeon, misunderstood and much maligned, slaving away in the heart of darkness, working where the sun don't shine. Respect the colorectal surgeon, it's a calling few would crave. Lift up your hands and join us, let's all do the finger wave. When it comes to spreading joy, there are many techniques. Some spread joy to the world and others just spread cheeks. Some may think the cardiologist is their best friend. But the colorectal surgeon knows he'll get you in the end. Why be a colorectal surgeon? It's one of those mysterious things. Is it because in that profession there are always openings? <laughs> when I first met a colorectal surgeon, he did not quite understand. I said, hey, it's nice to meet you, but do you mind if we don't shake hands? <laughs> Sailed right through medical school because he was a whiz. Oh, but he never thought of psychology, though he read passages. A doctor he wanted to be for golf, he loved to play. But this is not quite what he meant by 18 holes a day. <laughs> Surgeon misunderstood and much maligned, slaving away in the heart of darkness, working where the sun don't shine. So, fingers not even rec- <laughs> yeah. I, I think Dr. I Butch is, I think Dr. Butch has like a Jack Donovan voodoo doll, and I think oh, he was yeah, messing yeah, with yeah, you this yeah, morning, Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So, uh, congratulations, uh, Dr. Butch, and uh, we hope you have a great uh, retirement. By the way, you know, he, he, it's written here, he, his hobbies include playing and watching ice hockey. In fact, uh, one of the uh, rinks in uh, Central Vermont named after him, I think, and he raised a lot of money for it. Uh, it's, uh, it include uh, traveling, downhill skiing, chainsawing, <laughs> horsing around in his new tractor, stamp collecting, and photography. How many hobbies do you have? I, I, I might. I, I liked uh, the chainsawing, and I liked horsing around with his tractor. He's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Jack. When you retire, you everything you do is a hobby. Yeah, I know. You know? That is for sure. Well, uh, now that the, that mess is complete, uh, somehow fumbled our way through that, we always, from time to time, make the best of a bad situation, don't we? Well, yeah, we have to. Yeah. <laughs> Music go, don't buy. Yeah, have to. Screw it up all the time. Now, I know a man, he's a hard man. He gets up real early and he goes downtown. About 15 minutes after he's been gone, there's a big milk truck pulls up on the lawn. And that milkman rushes up to the door where that man's wife's waiting in a kimono. She plants a big old kiss on the cheek and they go inside. And that truck never moves for an hour or two. Well, it's none of my business. 
But one day I called him aside and I told him what was going on while he was gone. He said, well, I guess that's so, but do you know we're never out of milk or cottage cheese or yogurt or ice cream, none of them other cowy things. I guess he's making the best of a bad situation. Don't want to make waves, can't you see? Oh, yes, he's making the best of a bad situation. I reckon I'd do the same if it was me. Well, I know a man, he's an educated man, he's an alligator rat, and he jumps right in there and grabs them long green boogers for whatever you grab them long green boogers by. Well, one day he's got a full Nelson on a big alligator when another alligator just sneaks up and bites his right ear, plumb off, didn't bat night, just crawled off in the shade and went to sleep. The alligator knocked the man, well, it's none of my business, but one day I said, well, it's sure too bad about the little accident you had, cause now you ain't got nothing to keep your hat from falling down over your eye, and you can't never be a gypsy cause you got no place to wear your gold earring. Have a bad situation Don't want to make waves, can't you see? Well, he's just making the best Have a bad situation I reckon I'd do the same if it was me Now, I know a lady, she's a mighty fine lady Got a heart of gold, wouldn't hurt a fly She's just trying to get by and keep her house in order But you know that her husband, he works so hard He come unglued, yeah, come unwrapped and just snapped He thinks he's a chicken, that's right One of them cats in Colonel Sanders' types in the bush by the side of the house, but it's none of my business. But one day I said, have you ever thought about finding him a doctor that can make him well? She said, well, I have now and then, but then again, he don't eat much, just chicken feet and all that pecking around in the ground don't hurt nothing, and heaven knows we can use the eggs. I guess she's making the best of a bad situation. Don't want to make waves, can't you see? Well, she's just making the best of a bad situation. Reckon I'd do the same if it was me We're just making the best of a bad situation Don't want to make waves, can't you see? We're all just making the best of a bad situation We're all in this together, you and me We're all in this together, you and me All right, making the best of a bad situation. That's what we do every week on Music to Go to the Dump Eye here on WDEV. You know how old he is now, today? He still has this club down in Nashville, and he's still performing every now and then. He just had a birthday recently. You know who it is? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Ray old Stevens. It is. He's 82. And he could be president. I know. <laughs> He could be president. Yes. Yeah, all right. But I think he's smart enough to uh, know enough not to want to be. There you go. Yeah. All right. We got a good friend of ours out there in East Corinth is joining us this morning here on WDEV. Dare I ask you how the conditions are out there, uh, Wade Pearson? Well, we we give very very candid and truthful ski reports. Okay. I know you do. <laughs> and so, uh, so this week, going back to last week. Um, yeah. Boy, we, we talked about Sunday and hoping how good it would be, and it was. And thank everybody that came. We had a really, really, really good crowd and, and uh, had a great time and some real February um, conditions. Uh, closed up for a day and then saw the writing on the wall and opened up on a unusual Tuesday and had another great crowd of spring skiing and water at the bottom and T-shirts, and it was just, just a great day. you know. But it's one of those sad days when you know it might be the last. Yeah. <laughs> so, but to my surprise, I... Went by a couple of days later, and it wasn't all brown grass, but apparently the receding glaciers 
at the North Pole have um, slid right down here to Northeast Slope. So, yeah, I know. Jeez. <laughs> We, we could have a, uh, we could, I'm thinking, you know, all these skiers are trying to come up with summer type and off-season events, and sure. I think an event we could hold right now is probably a side hill hockey tournament. I hadn't thought of that. That's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, boy, you could really get some, some pretty fancy shots going on there on the side hill, and, and uh, that's about what the first 100 yards of the hill looks like, and you can see that on northeastslopes.org. <laughs> keep, keep posted there. We took a picture and put it out there, and we really did say our closing comment was, it ain't over till it's over. It's only first of March, and a big old nor'easter could come up and just put it right on the slopes, and we could, you know, groom it out and, and have have a couple more weekends out of it for sure. So we haven't given up. It's going to happen, Wayne. It's going to happen because we're going to pay for this weather that we're having now. Oh yeah. And the end of March, we are going to get a dump. Yeah, so don't don't write it off yet. And um, when we're not open, we 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 love to endorse um, another family run, family owned and family run place is Bolton Valley. The Deloriers do a great job up there. Good place to go, affordable, uh, good food and good entertainment at night and and night skiing too. One of the one of the favorite things to do. So I might head up there myself this weekend. Sounds terrific. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what to, to, to tell you. I mean, we've got a week here that calls for mostly sunny, cloudy, and back and forth and some shower activity, but. Uh, yeah, not, not not conducive for, no, for uh, but I, re- recovering in a small ski hill, and I know a lot of the other small ones too are in pretty tough shape and doing what they can and and scrambling around. But again, Mother Nature usually comes through and and really shows us who's boss quite often. And we don't we don't throw in the towel till at least April Fool's Day, just because it's it's a it's one of our one of our favorite days on the calendar. Yeah, because you're a Vermonter too. I mean, that's because you can yeah, spread sure. manure yeah. on the first day of April. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a thought. You know, that'd be pretty slippery stuff coming down the slopes. Yeah, know, it would be. The rope yeah. goes and have a couple of trails. We uh, we are working on some wax for that over at Absorbing yeah, Junior yeah. College, Wade. We're working on some wax for grass and for that stuff that makes grass grow. So yeah, I think that's a good idea. You know, we yeah. have held um, pond skims before. Well, it could just be the manure pond. There you go. Yes. Well, we all know there's been snow in April and there's been snow in May before, too, I think, uh, a long, long time ago. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't think it's over. We do have some coverage. I was pleasantly surprised with that because at least it'll hold up and, and we can work with what's there. Um, if it doesn't all go away this week, you know, down to down to brown grass. Yeah. But any anything six or eight, ten inches, you know, which is not uncommon this time of year, we could probably get out there and tear it up anyway. And one thing about northeast slopes is it's, it's kind of groomed right down uh, underneath. Sometimes it looks like a golf course. So yeah. uh, one of our one of our old old guys way back in the forties and fifties said, "Northeast slopes is so smooth you can you can ski on a heavy frost." Skiing a heavy yeah, frost. You know. That's cool. That, yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a written quote from, from back in the forties and fifties. Yeah, and, uh, and and it's it's true. It's it's a nice side hill pasture. It really had cows on it, and uh, in its day, and and um, it still holds true. That's if you can get by with the minimum amount of snow, we're, we're probably the place to do it. You can drive right by and see the whole project from the road, right? Well, you can, and, and we've kind of alluded to projects over the season, and, and uh, one project that's really taking shape now, and we can kind of let the cat out of the bag. It's pretty obvious, and it's not done yet, so wait till it is, and we'll, we'll announce. Maybe we'll have a shingdig this summer. Is, is the old Beetlejuice Bridge from this summer? Is, is, oh, that would be great, um, yeah. Timber frames are all up. Um Nick Spooner, right here from Corinth, the Northeast Slope skier, has been whittling away. And Dave's like this. He's, he's putting it up in real Vermont timber frame fashion, post, post and beam, pegs, 
mortise and tenon, and it's really, really nice. Just just looking at the framework and the skeletal parts of it, uh, it's really, really, really nice to see. And roofs going on it this week, and then the sideboards and. It's going to be an outdoor events pavilion for us, but it's going to be very representative of what we saw in the movies. So you can keep up to date by going to your website, which is very easy, right? Northeastslopes.com. Will that get you there? Uh, dot, dot org. I'm dot org. Oh, my. You're one of the yeah. dot org guys, huh? Uh, very good. All right. Well, I always we'll look forward to next bring, what next week brings, and, and we'll go from there. <laughs> by the way, you're getting ready for the eclipse? <laughs> I'm a, uh, I'm, I am. We're going to take a little drive with the family just up in the Northeast Kingdom in an undisclosed location okay. where it shouldn't be um, $1,000 to sleep yeah. on a couch or sit on a porch. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, we've got a little travel van that's been in the family for a long time. I think it'll be a good a good family day out to go yeah. watch it get dark. And come, and Farmer, and Farmer Dave has some different thoughts about the eclipse. I guess he's sick and oh, tired. Oh, I know he does. I, know he does. Sick and you know, tired. I, I remember when I was about six years old skiing at Northeast Slopes out on that little rope toe. Yeah. Um, and everybody was geared up with their glasses and their pinhole boxes. I think it yeah. was 68 or 69. And and um, we had a, a almost full, almost total eclipse. And we kept the toes running. Everybody skied in, in almost total darkness. It just made everything look like a like a rusty brown color. Wow. That was the craziest thing I remember to this day. Yeah, terrific. All right, uh, thank you, Wade, as always. Pleasure talking with you. We'll check with you again next week. Yeah, we will. All right. Wade Pearson from Northeast Slopes uh, in East Corinth, beautiful East Corinth. You know, Jack, I don't give up on winter until I can mow my lawn. <laughs> Okay. Just saying. Yeah, all right. Uh, the eclipse. We, we, I think we talked about this a couple oh, of weeks ago. Oh, my, you're, Jack. You're you getting th- sick and tired of hearing about it. Do you it, think actually. if they stop talking about it, it won't happen? I mean, I'm, it's going to happen. To me, this is a way for farmers to diversify because we could probably be in, a, in the middle of a mud season. Mm-hmm. And you get all these rich folks coming up here with their electric cars and them big old heavy batteries getting stuck on the back roads. You farmers need to get out there with your tractors and your chains and, and, and tow these guys. But you don't tow them all the way out. You tow them up to about 20 feet from being out. Then you go back and you hold your hand out to make sure they pay you. Because if they don't pay you, then you unhook and you drive off. And you're going to sit there and get after that car. And it's going to get overheated. And things and the battery's going to catch on fire. And then you're going Will to, you stop? You know? I think farmers are going to be able to make money hand over fish uh, on some of these back roads we have. But we're a welcoming state. We welcome well, yes, people too. Yes, we welcome so if you. They're Come all on up. coming up, if they're all coming up to see Well, we also food. like saying goodbye. But welcoming is what we're talking goodbye. about. Hello. Welcome to our Vermont Welcome to our Vermont The flowers, the trees, the birds and the bees All say welcome to our Vermont On a hayride on the old Montgomery Road Wagon load of hay, two chaperones tractor towed Romance took a turn for worse When on came northern lights Shimmering waves of reds and greens All glorified the night Welcome to our Vermont Welcome to our Vermont The flowers, the trees, the birds and the bees 
all say welcome to our Vermont At the table on an old North Wolcott farm The family's there for supper with platters cool and warm Oh, milk cow steak is tough as nails, I swear it's too well done Tougher where there ain't any, said the farmer to his son Welcome to our Vermont Welcome to our Vermont Flowers, the trees, the birds and the bees All say welcome to our Vermont Mud season makes it awful tough to drive Your common friendly old dirt road Will eat your car alive on the road, I picked it up to see a friend who said I'm okay, Rick. My horse is under me. Welcome to our Vermont. Welcome to our Vermont. Flowers, the trees, the birds, and the bees all say, Welcome to our Vermont. We invite you. To visit our Vermont We've got all Maple syrup And cheddar cheese you want The islands and the mountains And Burlington's the thing But if you don't ski We recommend you wait Until the spring Welcome to our So, indeed, if you're coming up to see the eclipse, uh, welcome to Ari Vermont. And that is courtesy of uh, Vermont's own Rick Norcross, Rick and the Ramblers Western Swing Band. And uh, Rick, I think, is still working on that greatest hits recording. Boy, he's got a lot to choose from over, what, 50 years yeah, plus of uh, entertaining us Vermonters up here. And a good friend of WDEV has been, been, been for you and a personal friend as well. I got a note from him the other day. <laughs> yeah, um, did you? The week before, I was talking about jack jumpers, mm-hmm. and uh, Rick had a jack jumper when he was a younger man, and and he had quite a quite a night on it. And um, if you if you read the book that was written about him, because he had a pretty interesting life, there's a, a story in there about Rick and his jack jumper. Well, Rick, I worked at Bolton Valley back in the <laughs> '90s, and I got introduced to jack jumping up there. And and one day, uh, Chip Morrison, he was a lift operator. Myself. There was Doug, who introduced me to Jack Jumpin', whose last name I don't remember. And then there was Sparky. Sparky was a snowmaker. Sparky got his name because one night, see, snowmakers carry around a 10-pound propane tank with a torch on the end of it because the nozzle will sometimes freeze up and you got to thaw them out. Well, Sparky couldn't get it to light, so he stuck it inside his jacket to get it out of the way. He darn near set himself on fire. Well, anyway, four of us are up top of Sherman's Pass, and, of course, 
Chip, he's on skis. Sparky's on skis. Doug and myself are on jack jumpers. Well, you have to kind of scoot a little bit with the jack jumper to get it going. The guys with the skis, they're pulled. They're, they're, they're taking off. Well, by the time we got to the bottom of the hill, them jack jumpers went flying by them guys like they were hitched. It's a blast. Jack jumping. Yep. Yep. Never had a pleasure of doing that. That's for sure. Uh, before we get to a visit with Ken, we try to do this every now and then, uh, he's going to talk about dogs. I think that's probably one of his favorite subjects of all time. What do you think? Huh? He did like D-O- dogs. D-O-G-S. Yeah. But we wanted to pass along a thanks. I, I, I opened up my, uh, my little uh, tray this morning, and I found this in there. It's a beautiful picture, and it looks like a boy, and his name is Harlow. And uh, he's our newest fan. See the picture here, Farmer Dave? You can see that, right? Yes. Yeah. I see it. That's a good-looking... What's he got on his left uh, shoulder? It's a little patch. What's it say? It says a little dumpster. <laughs> I thought that was cute this morning. So I want to thank Cassidy for bringing in him. By the way, Cassidy is the daughter of uh, Greg Hooker, who's you can hear each uh, weekday afternoon here on, and sometimes here on Saturday mornings with his uh, getaway program. It's a great program of of uh, all sorts of music, a lot of uh, Americana and a lot of Vermont music as well. I don't. But see he is any... our newest fan. It's nice to get a new fan every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, but I don't, see any, while. I don't see any hearing protection on that child, so any damage <laughs> that we may do to the upbringing of said well, child. Yeah, Cassidy, uh, has brought, uh, Cassidy and Adam, her husband, have brought in uh, uh, Hudson before. And uh, so the big brother apparently has a cold, so they were planning on coming in today. But we may get a visit from them in a couple of weeks. But thank you very much, Cassidy and Adam, for this beautiful picture of, uh, yes, uh, gorgeous. The Little Dumpster, a new listener. Let's chalk that up over here. One new listener. When's the last time we got one? Uh, apparently when, when that uh, individual was born would be the, yeah, yeah. The last time we got That's one. That's kind of cool. I hope okay. DCF doesn't pull the child all out right, because, right, it, right. because they're listening to the dump show. <laughs> uh, well, here's a gentleman who made this show possible for some 60 years, our boss for many, many of those years, and uh, we miss him to this very day. It's been three and a half months already. My gosh, seems like just a... anyway. Uh, this is uh, a clip from uh, the, the dump show, and I think it goes back about 10 or 15 years. I mean, he, he was talking about one of his favorite. Favorite subject. Always bitching and moaning about everything, as he always did, right? And here he is uh, talking about uh, his favorite uh, subject, which is uh, dogs. Ken Squire. Great classic special featurettes that present lilting, lovely, thought-provoking melodies, like the stupid, dumb dog songs, which only happens once a year. In the month of August, you know, the dog season. But we soldier on. How many years have we been here, Jack? Uh, and we have all these awards that deal with dogs. Look at around this place. Beautiful things. Mailed in. Memorabilia of past great performances by yours truly. Huh? Here in my monastic Shangri-La and you, my faithful companion. Are we going to start the show this morning? Well, I just wanted to set the table and, and, and paint a picture for people so they understood the consequence of what we're doing today. Okay. Because they're not stupid, dumb dog songs. That's some, some, somebody writing something about this program, and I, I said we were doing a whole program about dogs, oh, maybe 20 or 30 years ago. 
and 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 somehow it got on the log as stupid dumb dog songs. Well, there it sits, because that's the attitude of so many crass commercial type people, most of whom. No longer work here, Jack. Do I get this straight? You want me to run music in the news? <laughs> did I did I miss did, something? Did you hear that? <laughs> See, he he misinterprets yeah, everything. Well. He misinterprets everything. Or you confuse now everybody. Now we are mentioning the to the audience yeah. the lack of of support <sighs> and cooperation from the promotion department of Radio Vermont for music to go to the dump song. Uh, show, show and 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 uh, lilting melodies like that are not heard on any other radio station. Eric, well, I, well, I Eric. thought you heard. I thought I heard you discussing it. Uh, yeah, but you get all the credit. Lacking because we weren't running dog songs. No, no, no. That's not what I said at all. That, oh. that you get all the promotion and publicity because you do this great news program from seven to nine. We get and what and what do we get? It was Jack, kind of, we, all we get is dog do. That's uh, that's what we get here on music. I guess we better just launch into. You think it's going to work? I think we ought to start did you, this did thing. You put, some did you put here. a new needle in it and crank it up? You're so this is about dog do. <laughs> with with the creatures that you brought in here over the years, oh, that have provided oh, the, oh, I know. the entire radio. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. God, dog do. Remember everywhere. the day that Buster uh, we all peed in uh, Kaya's filing cabinet? Yes. Walked right in, lifted his legs. He left the filing cabinet yeah. open for God's yeah. sake. That, that was, was a, her fault. It was a magic yes. moment, as always. It was a golden moment. All right, then let's launch in. Too bad, because at that point, that was our only liquid asset. (laughs) Oh, my. You're out of here. He's a disgrace. He should be doing the show, not you. Yeah, Yeah. well, that's true. That's true. Then they get a lot of publicity. Absolutely. All the time. Yeah. All right, let's hear the actual voices. The actual creative capability of man's best friend. Roll it, Seymour, clearly. Roll it, our engineer. This is your opener. Beautiful, isn't it? it? Sets the tone. It set. Watch this. The chord now. That little Pekingese there. <laughs> Ugly little thing. Oh. Uh, what do you mean? Uh. Now listen to this. You know, Jack, it is a little scratchy. Maybe we can get Artie to you know, put clean, clean up the needle. Yeah, 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 sure. How much of this we have? That's it. That's it, guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, my Lord. Pure chaos. Remember that, Farmer Dave? Pure chaos. <laughs> oh, I got your microphone off again. Boy, you're, you're getting well, good at I, that. you know, I, I I'm, I'm thinking maybe I the s- new owners have, have left you a memo going, whenever possible, yeah. if you could turn his mic yeah. off, we'd certainly appreciate it. No, I it. was just afraid you might do something in that room while the microphone was a little hot, well, you know. Well, you know, it, uh, <clears throat> I'm the one politician who knows that you always consider the mic to be hot. Yeah, that's true. So you, true. you're careful yes. with what yes. you say. And, and I should know that. You know, and... I but, apologize. I mean, Kenley always used to talk about leaning over the leading edge of social relevance. That's and right. that, my friends, was what we just listened to. Absolutely. And by the way, some of the other characters in that, uh, former general manager, Eric Michaels, uh, who... Uh, 
we miss here as well. That line on liquid assets. Oh, God, that, that, was, that was the key. Oh. <laughs> oh, my Lord. But Eric was always doing that. I he, know, he, he, I know. He'd yeah. come up with them little zingers. Yeah, Eric would do the morning news service sometimes on Saturdays and do the trading post, and then he'd be hanging around for a few minutes, and, and he would come in much like you with these great comments. And anyway, okay, where are we got? Oh, did you know uh, that uh, there is a hen? There's a hen. There is a something in the hen house. I'm not quite sure what it is this morning, but he's been in there messing things up. <sighs> Farmer Dave's got the big question mark looking on my head like, what the hell are you talking Fetch about? Fetch up the zither, has he? The zither? Yeah, yeah the, the zither. zither. <laughs> I got it, boys. Well, play <laughs> Scratching since the hen house has got a radio. Since our hen house has got a radio. Now that radio we put out in the hen house was the smartest thing we ever did by Joe. When they hear cockadoodle, the hens all skadoodle clucking. When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> we was worried as could be we had a mortgage due. We thought our farming days were nearly through. Nearly through. Our troubles are over. We're riding in clover since the hen house has got a radio. Since our hen house has got a radio. up in our pile this morning, Farmer Dave. <laughs> I got your mic on, by the way. Uh, um, <clears throat> you know, trying to figure out how. Huh? I, Apparently uh, it was at the top of the pile. <laughs> oh, I was, uh, yeah, this was uh, one that uh, somebody had suggested. They said it was one of Ken's favorites. The Hoosier Hotshots. That must have been in the early days of music to go to the dump by, huh? Yeah. When I found this yeah. stuff. That's uh, the Hoosier Hot Shots with Since We Put a Radio in the Hand. Well, it fits in. I mean, you're not going to yeah. hear that anywhere else, right? No. As well, you shouldn't. <laughs> okay. We did mention the ice out at the beginning of the program, I think. Uh, there was a piece on Channel 3 uh, over the well, last weekend, was it? Or earlier this week, sometime. And uh, tickets for the ice out on contest are on sale now for a dollar a piece at local vendors and at the Joe's Pond website, which is joespondvermont.ice slash ice uh, out. And then 
Just go to Joe's Pond, Vermont. I mean, this thing is so long, it takes forever to finish the uh, web address here. And they're a dollar apiece. Uh, last year, 11,593 tickets were sold. Block th- fell through the ice on April 17th at 10:18. One winner, Mark Turner from St. Johnsbury. He guessed the, cor- the exact date and time. He won half of the ticket, minus expenses. It was over $5,000. Do you believe that? That's good money. That's good money. Yeah. So, Your chances of winners are better than buying a lottery ticket, I would yeah, say. I would say. Yes. So we're all anxiously waiting. Uh, it may come early this year. Out in Joe's Pond, that's not usually the case on the pond in Vermont's Northeast Kingdom. Usually it's about later in April, I would think, some point. But you can get your tickets now. So you suppose try. FanDuel is betting on that? <laughs> on Joe's Pond? Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Maybe. So we thought we'd get you ready for that. If you haven't got your tickets, uh, here's a young lady who can tell you all about it. They're gathering to hear the answer to the question of the year. When will the ice go out? Take a chance. Your fortune could enhance. Buy a ticket. When will the ice go out? Down on Joe's Pond. Now the pond is frozen. But soon it's gonna heat. Guess that magic moment. And win a big cash treat. Tell me when. Oh, when. When will the ice go out? Down on Joe's Pond. When will the ice go That is the marvelous musical mystery lady, a friend of Radio Vermont for many years, and she had that song recorded for the folks out there for the Joe's Pond. You're looking at your fingers like... Marvelous, magical, musical, musical mystery Three lady. M's, right? Three M's? Four M's. Oh, four M's. Yeah, she's M cubed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is the 37th year of the Joe's Pond Ice Out Contest, and they have placed a device on the ice to record the ice, ice out time, and... That's how that one works out there. So good luck. Oh, time getting down toward the end. Oh well, yeah, it's getting there, isn't it? Yeah. I was. I went downstairs. I was. I was looking for a, a hymn of the day, and I, I wanted to play "Are You Drinking with Me, Jesus," but I couldn't find it, Jack. I don't know if it's because I didn't have my glasses or if somebody has pulled it because, well, maybe they don't think we should be playing that song. I You're kidding. So I. But I, I did find a hymn of the day, so we will have one. And it's, it is getting that time. So, dumpsters, put your hands on the radio. Feel the spirit. Feel the warmth. I know it's not, it's transistors, it's whatever. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, I don't know what that is. You here. know, but it is time to recharge your spiritual battery so you'll be able to get through another week anticipating next week's show. It is time for the hymn of the day. As we reach the twilight hours of our fleeting earthly time, and know we will not see the sun tomorrow, we may think with deep regret of all the things we leave behind, but oh, my friends, do not 
through another hour, didn't we? Yes, we did. I want to thank you, Jack, for coming in and spending an hour with me, turning the knobs and pushing the buttons and is that doing a sh- all that Jack Donovan stuff. Is that a shot because I'm not here every week? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I wouldn't mind having you here every week, Jack, but you know, I'm, I'm glad that you can put up with me twice a month. Oh, no, no. It's <laughs> always a pleasure to spend some time with you, Farmer Dave. Well, I want to thank the dumpsters for spending yeah. an hour with us, listening to the best hour in radio. Music to go to the dump by heard each and every week this time on the stations at WDEV in memory of Buster and Marie. And let's not forget, if it wasn't for Kenley Dean Squire, there wouldn't be a music to go to the dump by. Absolutely.